Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Sheets. We are your hosts, Chad and Jeanette, and today we are giving you a more effective wait list. Chad, oh, my voice box broke. Puberty much? Just kidding. Okay, wait lists, wait lists. Okay, so when you think of a wait list, tell me what automatically, if somebody's like, oh, I have a wait list, what do you think that entails? In general? In general. Um, It reminds me of like a restaurant. So they're at capacity, but there's people waiting. Um, And so you're put on the wait list. And nowadays... You might get uh, a little buzzer or you might get text when it's time for your for your table to be uh, seated. That's what I think of. Okay. So it kind of matches up with how we need it in our industry. The difference is, is that there's two kind of different wait lists. The one, well, first of all, let's talk about why we want a wait list. Okay. We want a wait list uh, and specifically I'll kind of prep it to be a wait list and a last minute cancellation list. Um, but I just call it wait list because it's easier. It reads better in my files. So, but please understand that I'm talking about both of those scenarios. So if you run a program, I think Vigaro has it, Vigaro, however you pronounce it, um, mind body might have it. Most wait listing items or features in built in programs only operate one way. The client has to, go in, specifically request a day or time. And that means like the exact date. They can't just say Thursdays at 2.30. So they select, you know, March 20th at five o'clock. If you already, and they would request that because you already have somebody booked there. Now, if that 5 p.m. cancels, their information automatically goes in. They get notified, hey, you have an appointment, so on and so forth. That's the only way that works. So if your client would is one of those clients that just has a lot of money to shuffle around and says, yeah, if you have a gap, shoot me a text. Like I can most likely be here within five minutes. That doesn't really work because they would have to physically go in and select all of those days. I believe I don't have Vigaro, Vigaro. Um, but when I read the description, that is seemingly how it worked. That does not work for my business. Um, because I, that creates more work for my clients just to have an extra session somewhere. So, um, we need a wait list to fill those gaps where we don't have people. We need a wait list when somebody cancels and we're like, great, really kind of needed that $200. And instead of building up resentment, you're giving yourself a solution because you're the business owner. If you want to make the money and somebody cancels at the beginning of the day because they're sick, don't be mad at them just because you don't have a backup solution. This is your backup solution. Any other, do you have any other questions you have about like why we would need a wait list? I think it's pretty self-explanatory, but I don't always think about these things as in depth as you do sometimes. Okay. So I guess my, I guess my question is when we're talking about wait lists in the way that we're going to be discussing versus 
you asked me about my example of wait list and that mm-hmm. is where something is at capacity but there's still demand right mm-hmm. so are we making an assumption that this is for massage therapists that their book is full and this is in the event of a cancellation I mean, you don't really necessarily have to have a full book. I use this as a bifold because um, right now, like I have an extra, not an extra, I hired a new therapist a couple months ago and their calendar is not currently filled. So what I will do at the beginning of the week is send out an email or have my assistant send out text messages personally to people and say, hey, this week we have these slots open. Yeah. Um, and I'll get into the pricing a little bit at a later date, but, um, it, uh, that's what I use it for is to replace those gaps. So that one, my therapists are making money Two, I'm making money and I'm keeping my clients happy because all they had to do was fill out a form. This is interesting. This reminds me of in, in, in retail operations, um, this what we would do is called a ready list and that's long story short when in retail you always want to be coaching up uh your folks but also coaching out your bottom 10 percent, right so if somebody's not working for you they're working against you you should be working to either improve them or get them out of your business in, in a proper way right but at the end of the right. day you want to say 100 i did everything i could but there's some people that just aren't cutting it right right the ready list is where you have Sure, you might have spot for four four full-time people, but you got two people on the ready list. So when it's time for somebody to be coached out, you already have people interested that are ready to jump into that, right? So so on the ready list are people that are already employed that you know will do good work. They're ready and able to jump in and you know it's able it's it's just seamless. And in the instance that you're talking, um and I I imagine you're getting into more details, but I see where you could have uh, Jasmine, who says my Tuesdays and my Thursdays between 12 and three are wide open. So something pops up, put me in coach, right? Yes. So you're going to get into the details of it, but I, I see the value, but more importantly, I see how this accommodates for folks who don't have a full schedule. This accommodates right. for people, um, who have, who may have gaps, but also they might have people drop out and then that was expected money. Now what? Right. Right. No. And that's, I mean, that's the whole reason. Like I struggled with like, what do I do for this? What do I do for this? How do I solve this solution? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, duh. <clears throat> like, and it, it kind of came together seamlessly and yeah, along the way there was kinks to work out, but that's why we're here. We work right. out the kinks and then we <laughs> tell you how what to, to do <laughs> again, how to avoid the kinks. So give me a minute. Um, because I will need to pull up my Google Drive. So the first thing you're going to do, so we explained why, we explained the differences between wait lists and programs and what we're going to tell you about. Um, the way you do this is through Google Forms, okay? So Google Forms is free. You open up a form and you make it, um, you can add as many questions as you want. The questions that I would encourage you to put on are, what days and times are you available? So, and that can't just be like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Include the times, morning, afternoon, evening. Even if you're evening, if you're done at six, include four to six, okay? So your morning, typically like nine to 10, 30, 11, 
afternoon is like 11 to three evening is three o'clock on. Yeah. Somewhere around there, whatever works best for you. I know that would sound like a lot. So you can break it down. If you're working Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you can set it up so that you have four different questions. Are you available on Thursdays? And if so, at what time? And you can make it a multiple choice selection. So if they're available all day, they can, or you put in an all day function. Does that make sense? Yeah. I okay. mean, essentially you're saying, what's your availability? So that if something comes up, we got you. Right. If you have multiple therapists, including male, female, or non-binary or whatever, you also want to have Reference. that question. Yeah. Who are you willing to see a session from or what therapist is your preference? And I would put in there, Chris, you know, well, for my therapist, I would put in Chris, male, Rain, non-binary, or Chris, Rain. Most of the people that have signed up for the list already know it because I sent it out to my um, already clientele first. Right. So you would put your therapist names on there if you want to include gender identification, if you live in an area where that might be a thing for people. Um, I don't think that I actually did it on my original one. I think I just put Rain, Chris, Jeanette, or all any and all therapists. Um, you can also, um, include things like, uh, you know, what days, if you want to, um, this is kind of like double checking what they're putting in. Cause we know how people fill out forms. Like sometimes they just check the wrong box. Right. You can also put on there. Is there any day available? Is there any day you are not available so that we do not bother you on that day? Interesting. I do like that. Um, because if they select like Monday all day, but then put on their Monday evening, then you know how you're going to, then you say like, okay, they say they're not available on Monday evening, reach out to them and be like, Hey, you filled out this information. It says that you're this, this, what is it actually? And then reflect that when you go and do the Google sheet, but, um, other questions, contact information, best email to contact you at best phone number. What is your name? Okay. Because some of those Google Forms, people will just automatically be signed in with their Google address. And but it might not, not necessarily. Yeah. yeah. That happens to me all the time. All the time. Right. Right. So you want to ask for best phone number, best email. And um, if you want to put stuff on there, like how would you like to be contacted? I don't. Um, um, and I will explain to you why later when I tell you how you will use this. So you do that, you create that Google form, you take that link and you copy and paste it into an email. Um, uh, I did it. It was a separate email so that it was the only thing they got. So they weren't reading through and they forgot about the link, send it an email to your already existing clientele, post it to your social media pages um, and, you know, Instagram, Facebook, whatever you want to do, and then have it. Um, if you have the ability to have an iPad or whatever up, have it in your office, especially if you are working inside of another, like an office in an office, because all the people that are coming through there, even if they don't see you personally, they might put their name on there and be like, Hey, I might get a massage. Okay. Are we good there? Because that basically yeah. clears out the form. I think the only other thing I would add to that is if you're sending emails, I would suggest sending these from your personal email. I don't want to say personal, from your email, from a real email, as opposed to like a email marketing 
um, yes. solution like MailChimp yes. for a couple of reasons. One, they can't unsubscribe from it, which means if it, they're asking for this specifically for this program, this is not a marketing Correct. effort. This is an internal for my existing client effort. Those are different. Right. Okay. So that's um, second thing. And if you were doing it under, you know, a MailChimp or a constant contact, they can unsubscribe and now they're not getting any of your communications. So that's a problem. Yes. Second thing, put it in BCC so that everybody does not see everybody's email for privacy purposes. Make sure you protect your people and put it under the BCC blind carbon copy so that they do not see the other recipients of that email. Right. Those are the only two things that I had on that. Right. And when you send out the email, you need to explain the terms and conditions of the wait list. Hi, thank you very much. You've been put on the wait list. Here's how this works. Explain to them. You will get an email and a text message sent to your phone with the available date and time. This is sent to multiple people. It is a first come, first serve, and you will not be notified when the time slot has been filled. Meaning... If you send that out to 40 people and somebody responds back, you're not going to retext all 40 people and say, hey, the time slot's been filled. If they respond back to you and say, hey, I'll take it. Yes. Then you would say, I'm sorry, but it's been filled. Does that make sense? Be very clear on that for sure. Because I can see people getting, there's many different ways to do it. Do it. What's right for your people. That does make sense. Just make sure you're super clear on the expectations because you yeah, can also exactly. go the, you can also go the route of having an additional line there that says the only person that's replied to is the person that claimed it so if you do not hear from us within five minutes of this going out you were not the first person right Just, yeah whatever those it, terms whatever those terms are of how you're going to respond and what you're yep, going to say and what the process looks like yep yeah if you you two a t one you will receive an email and a text message two, three, four, whatever it is, yep. make sure that you are clear cut and dry with that. I also include a couple of statements when I do send it out, just bullet points. This is a first come first serve basis. And just those reminder points, you will not receive a communication to let you know the time slot is gone or whatever we talked about. I'm not going right. to rant through it all again, but yep. those also the three main things go in those emails when I send them out. Okay. Good. Thank you, for, thank you for bringing the blind copy up because I do do that. Um, yes. Good, 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 good. Okay. So who can use this? One, you, the business owner. Two, if you have other therapists who are independent contractors, unless it is specifically written in your contract that you, the business owner, are responsible for filling their gaps, they are responsible for doing that. So you give them access. So once you have this Google form, you upload it, they can, it automatically pops populates into an Excel spreadsheet or something similar. Then you can go around and rearrange the columns and information, however you want. Um, I tabbed mine. So it's like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, that way I don't get mixed up easier to locate. And then you share that file with your therapists in Google Drive. So if they're at the office and you aren't because you're over at Kennywood, you know, having the time of your life at the amusement park, then um, I just realized nobody else is going to know that reference unless you live in the city of Pittsburgh. Kennywood. So. <laughs> Kennywood. Welcome to us. We're Kennywood. I don't, I don't even know where that name came from. Anyways, 
give access to your therapist, give access to your therapist so that when they're in the office, they have a cancellation for three, they can just go in themselves and try to find a replacement. Okay. Um, uh, my assistant uses this because, and this is the third part of this is kind of getting into the fourth part. How do you do it? And what do you use it for? So at the beginning of the week on Sunday, I have my assistant look through that week to see if there are any other gaps. She knows what each of our limitations are. It's clearly labeled in there, what our hours are, and she will go ahead and reach out and do that. I don't even have to touch it. I pay her to do all of that. Um, so at the beginning of the week, you're already setting yourself up for success by planning for that Thursday where you have, you know, a three hour gap where you could get in two hour massages, which is really cool because then you're not just like sitting around waiting like a bump on a log for your Thursday to fill up when it's only Monday. And you don't even have to really be that proactive about it. If you have that wait list, all you need to do is take 10 minutes get all the emails of the people that will be able to accommodate that time slot and send it out and see if anybody responds. If nobody responds, hey, at least you tried. That's the other reason why I say open it up to outside people via Facebook and whatever. And I do encourage you to also put on um, the list as an option. Are you a new returning or coming or are you a new client, current client or returning client? Because if they are a returning client or a new client, you will want to have a conversation with them to make sure that you can actually work on them. It's 10 minutes of filling out an intake so that you're prepped instead of somebody thinking that they can get massage, signing up for your wait list because they saw it on a Facebook post and then coming to you and being like, why well, blood clots? And you're like, well, I can't work on you. Now you've just doubled the aggravation for yourself. Yeah. And Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, again, quick recap, we talked about why it's beneficial to your schedule and your finances. There's not really anything more that needs to be explained. The built-in program ones don't work as effectively. And while this one is a little bit more work heavy at the beginning, it is a huge time saver. And actually my clients actually love it. Like my fist, my, my fist, oh my God, my list filled up with like at least 30 people the first day I launched it out. So um, who can use it? Anybody, anybody that needs to access it in your business and how do you do it? I, well, you can do it for at the beginning of the week. You can also do it for somebody cancels at, you know, 9am because they're sick, get to that wait list, get to the wait list and text those people, get the word out. And if anybody can do it, they will. Easy could, peasy you, lemon you, squeezy. You could almost, yeah, you could almost make your wait list part of your original intake and just have those preferences and then do twice a year, quarterly, annually audits to have people update their availabilities, you know, and then everybody mm -hmm. automatically is queued up, sorted by day. I never even, I never even thought of that. Like you could, in massage book, you can add additional questions. And one of those additional questions that I'm probably going to add on right now, I can't believe I didn't think of that. Thank you. Um, would you like to be added for our, to our wait list for, Cancel canceled appointments, whatever, however you want to phrase it. I'm not going to get into it right now, but yep. would you like to be added to our wait list? Because you already have all the information. You just have to copy and paste it over. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. I yeah, love, and if, I and love if you my run, wait list. And if you run memberships, that could be a benefit of memberships is your priority. Mm 
So if you got seven people that are Monday mornings and you have a Monday morning open, your membership yep. folks go to the top of that before. So maybe maybe they're sent it and then five minutes later, everybody else is sent, whatever it looks like, right? Figure out how that looks, but that could be an added benefit to being a member, however you run your membership. And if you go back to our memberships, and I've talked about this before, memberships can be something where you simply just charge 10 bucks a month for added benefits, but everything else costs the same amount. It's just, they get these exclusive things that otherwise, it, membership doesn't mean you pay for two full price massages regularly every month and they show up for two. That's not, that's, right. that's the, that's what people think membership has to be. And it's not right. right. I mean, if you think about Netflix, you pay what 20 bucks a month, but you get access to everything. That's the benefit of it. Right. Um, but back in the day, your membership was two discs via mail or three discs via mail, right? It was, those are two totally different tiered systems. So you can have your membership be benefit-based only, but with a minimal amount and you just guarantee additional revenue, but things like waitlist and other value adds, you can prioritize them. Right. So a lot of people will say, well, if I'm going to have somebody come on, come in last minute, like how do I, um, how do I essentially like kind of create you know, that thought like, oh yeah, I want to come in financially because, um, I guess a lot of therapists feel like if somebody's going to be filling a slot that they don't have to charge full price. Now for my last minute cancellations, if somebody, if somebody cancels and I book somebody immediately, I do give them a discount just because they are, it just because they are coming in last minute. So I don't know what they have to rearrange. So it's a little bit of a give and take. Um, because I assume that most people start their morning knowing what they're going to do for the rest of that day. Oh, you're if, forgiving. You're so forgiving. I am. For, I am. for. I am forgiving. So, but the, I only do that for appointments that are made the same day for that cancellation. And it's not that big of a discount, but I do make sure that whatever price I need to pay my therapist is covered and that the taxes on the full price of the cost of the session are covered. And I might take a little bit of a hit on a profit, but if it's gonna make my therapist happier to have a full schedule and a full paycheck, then I don't mind taking a buck or two hit off of the profit because I'm making them happier, which is gonna make them stay longer because I have all these systems in place. Is this assuming somebody canceled and their can your cancellation fee is not being paid because they were outside of those terms? Um, so because if, we... because if let's say you let's say your cancellation fee says fifty percent for mm-hmm. canceled within seventy two hours or twenty four hours or forty eight whatever that is right yes and they are within that where they would have to pay I can see offering a discount that is up to getting paid the full session between the cancellation and that, and maybe, maybe even more, maybe it's only 25% off. Right. But if it's outside of that, you've essentially set your cancellation fee up in a, in a way that if somebody cancels prior to that time Mm -hmm. that you're saying, we're not going to ding you because it's a reasonable amount of time for me to fill that gap. Correct. Right. So, So, so keep that in mind, but that being said, run me through the scenario um, of, of what you have in place or what you think would be great because you don't ever want to lose. You don't want to give a discount for the purpose of your inconveniencing them. You got to be tough with that. This is business. Correct. It's not an inconvenience to them. If anything, this is you offering them an opportunity they otherwise wouldn't have had. I'm not saying charge them a premium for it. I'm just saying you don't have to discount. It's just because 
they're kind of maybe going out of their way or rearranging their life to show up. Okay, you go. So here's what you do. Um, as you well know, a lot of us have problems charging even 50% when somebody doesn't show up for their appointment. Cause really the common reasons that people don't show up is like they're sick, their kids sick, like they're totally legitimate excuses. And it becomes hard to be like, yep, I'm going to charge you 50%. But then when we have to cancel because we're sick, we don't give them anything. We don't give them a, well, across the board, most of us don't, we're just like, Hey, you have to reschedule. So like I and I know you're going to challenge me on this because I tend to have a little bit more of a forgiving business owner brain, but computing that just does not seem ethically fair to me to charge them something when they cancel late, but not give them anything when they, when I cancel late, I don't have room in my schedule to offer all four clients that I have to cancel a day, an extra half hour because I canceled. And I'm certainly not going to give them 50% off. Does that make sense? So yeah. this was my solution. So I have the wait list. Somebody cancels at 8 a.m. in the morning. They're sick. Their appointment's at noon. I go to the wait list. I send it out. Somebody responds. That client does not get charged a cancellation fee. But if it can't be replaced, then they do. Perfect. So, and I, for my members, what my member benefit is, is that they can, um, as long as I have a verbal conversation first with whoever members are allowed to have up to two people on their, um, swap list or exchange. Yeah. Or yeah. So they're like, Hey, got a meeting, can't make it, but Jackie's going to be there. Okay, cool. I had a conversation with Jackie. I already know Jackie. Jackie's going to pay. Predetermined and people, mm -hmm. right? People that you've already vetted that mm -hmm. they're good with. Yep. So. Transferable. Yeah. Yep. Um, and that's what happens. Jackie would come in. Jackie would pay the retail. The, or sorry. Jackie would pay. Um, no, Jackie would pay the membership session rate because she is covering a membership session. Yep. And, um, or you can choose however you want to do it. That's just how I chose to do mine. I like Jackie it. Jackie comes in, pays the membership session and what I'm out, you know, cause I, it would have been a membership session anyways for $120 versus 130, but you can set that, those details up however you want. You can choose not to offer a discount. I don't care. Right. You can like choose whatever you want, but just that's how sure I have it set up and stick to your guns, right? But you do not sacrifice for the sake of appeasing, right? Yeah, that was probably the wrong terminology to use because honestly, the reason why, the reason um, why I personally offer a discount is so that I have more of a chance of somebody coming in last minute to get a sixty-minute massage for less than retail rate. It still covers my business costs. Something's and better than nothing, for yes. sure. For sure. Just make sure it's in your policy that it's understood that if you're participating in this program, um, repercussions and benefits, because then you have a leg to stand on in the event you have to have a tough conversation. That's Correct. really all I want to get to is you need to have your checks and balances so that when somebody comes back and is like, I did this, I sent this, I told you yes. And I showed up and you weren't here, whatever it is, you need to make sure you have all of those checks and balances. That's pretty much the most tedious part is figuring out what those are and including them. This is really cool. I'm I'm interested to hear feedback from folks who um, start to 
implement this into their business because I can I can see it for a solopreneur, somebody who's just doing this as a side gig, doing, you know, 15, 20 a week to somebody who's hustling and doing 25, 30, even 32 sessions a week uh, to somebody who has, you know, five therapists working for them. I can see right. this being a huge benefit all across the spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's helped me. And again, as I stated, it's a little time consuming at the beginning, but the payoff is way worth it because yeah. I don't have that anxiety of, oh my gosh, now I got to run their card for a cancellation fee for 50%. Like it doesn't matter how strong of a business owner you are. Sometimes charging that is it's difficult, tough. but you yeah. still need your money. So this is what, until there is a, an automated system that can do this more effectively, this is the most streamlined way I can figure out how to do this. And I think keeping control of it, even if even if there was an AI version of it that was smart, so to speak, You're that right. could do this, even with that, you as a business owner still want to have control over uh, this a little bit. You well, and who goes, who goes in there? Like, let's be honest, right. because if five people text you back and one of those people is you know, client B and you're like, oh my God, I cannot, I just not today. I cannot right. deal with them today. You have the option to be like, yeah, yeah, because you don't know, like your days are different. So like my days, like sometimes I have three, like super heavy duty clients where if I have a gap, like the last thing I want to put in there is another con is another concrete client. Yeah. Like I would want to put in somebody a little bit to give me a little bit of a break for sure. So yes, so you still have the that. control of it. Yep. Cool. So this I is like awesome. It. I love it. Yep. Thought of that all of my Well done. Well done. That was all me right. brushing my shoulders off. Guys, you should really watch the video version if you're not already watching it. <laughs> um, and unfortunately, the only avenue that we have to uh, do questions is on Spotify. So if you are listening on Spotify, scroll down to the bottom and answer the FAQs um, or the Q&A. Um, sometimes the questions change, but like we want to know what you need. Let us know how the topics are going. Like put anything in there. I mean, put hi for gosh sakes. Talk to us. Yeah. Just talk to us. Just talk to us. <laughs> just talk to me. Okay. What do we have going on next week? We're talking about injuries next week, but Ooh, a little more specifically okay. recovering. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes, yes. So we'll get into a little bit of like, if you know you're going to have a surgery coming up or say you just got injured, we're going to talk about how to plan appropriately and effectively for that. But until then, keep folding your sheets. Nice and crispy. <laughs> we'll see you next, next week. week, guys. Take it to the next level.